moms, moms to be, moms of the spawn, and everybody else. I think I twisted that up a little bit, but we're rolling with it today. Hey, Shay. Hey. <laughs> I'm Destiny, and this is Motherhood Exposed. Can't wait to take you on this roller coaster of a ride today. Hello, Shay. Hello, how are you? I'm in a silly goofy mood today. That's good. How are you? I'm not. <laughs> Neither not is Link. <laughs> how was your um, New Year's? Um, we went to bed at nine o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, we I had to work New Year's, like New Year's Eve. Was there and any people that came in? Listen. I think I cussed out like three times. Um, anyway, when I got home, I got home at like 11, 15, 11, 30. Callie still wasn't asleep because she had run out of her sleep medication by that point. And so she was laying in her bed and, you know, I heard a couple of fireworks going off or whatever. And she was like, mom, they're shooting. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's hilarious. I was like, okay, no, they're not Callie. Like, come here and look at the fireworks like it's new year's let's look at the fireworks let's watch fireworks and 12 o'clock come and of course everybody start letting off everywhere and i was like come on kelly look at him come on she's like um i would rather just watch my tablet of course <laughs> okay. you know what i have i used to love when we would go to um the beach on fourth of july yes fireworks and- on the beach is such a different experience it is. You see them for like miles and miles and miles. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, it's a great experience. But other than that, like normally I would cook a traditional New Year's dinner. I'm a very superstitious person. Mm-hmm. Superstitious person. <laughs> I think I stuttered on that a little bit. Um, so normally I would have the black eyed peas and the collard greens and, you know, all of that stuff for good luck and bring money in and we don't sweep on New Year's. We don't wash clothes on New Year's, like very superstitious over here. My family calls me the family witch. <laughs> um, but we didn't even do all that. Like we didn't wash clothes or anything like that. We had to sweep because I ended up knocking the glass off of the table. Oh, No. So I was very upset about that, but it is what it is. I'll make an exception to the rule because I couldn't let the glass just lay there, you know? Right. So other than that, how has your week been? It's been awful. We have been so sick. It's been ridiculous. Yeah, I feel you because like I said, I think um, we were sick the week of the week after Mason's birthday. So the week after the 16th. I was sick. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And then the week of Christmas, Michael was sick. So luckily the Uh, kids didn't get it, but it was there. It was definitely there. No, it wasn't COVID. My mom, I think it was my mom and my grandma. They were like, it's COVID, it's COVID. Might have been, but we didn't get tested. So no, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) We actually got tested and we didn't have it. I don't know what's going on um maybe the flu or the cold nobody hears about anymore <laughs> yeah alex said alex was joking the other day he's like i don't think the flu exists anymore 
they just come out with what is it called a uh, fluorona i think is what they called it get out i'm hanging up <laughs> i can't handle this anymore I'm girl good. me and you both anyway so let's get into today's topic of discussion what we've decided we're going to start with and see where we end up do you want to start the line of questioning well did we decide on uh relationship struggles that's what we that's what we decided on what are you what's your main relationship struggle right now at this very second communication yes communication Like, I just want to slap him in the head and be like, okay, how hard is it for you to say, this makes me sad. This makes me mad. This makes me happy. Alex is always like, I don't want to hurt your feelings. Well, motherfucker hurt them. So I know. So I know. Right. Because I'm going to hurt yours. (laughs) I'm going to tell you straight up. That's what I tell Michael all the time. I'm like, I'm so honest with you. But sometimes I think I should probably dial it back a bit. But I mean, you know me, like I'm just an honest person anyway. Right. And um, he was like, well, sometimes you hurt my feelings just a little bit, but I don't let it bother me because I don't want you to know. <laughs> okay. That gonna, helps nothing. Right. I'm going to continue hurting your feelings then because I don't know that I've hurt your feelings. Right. I don't know that I took it too far when I called you a coward. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Sometimes we say things we don't mean. And no, I'm, I'm into it. happens. Oh, okay. Why, why did you call him a coward? Do you want to talk about that? I don't care what you talk about. Because he won't stand up and he won't say what needs to be said. Here's my view on it. A husband is here to protect you. And yes. just that single word can broadband across every fucking thing a husband's supposed to do to me mm-hmm. so like they're supposed to protect you from you know the foreign enemies if you will you know like strangers that are trying to like belittle you or like the, the the guy in the grocery store that's like hey girl he's supposed to stand up for you for that you know don't talk to my don't talk to my wife like that yeah, I completely agree. Um, I feel like they're supposed to stand up for you regarding even family members, like their family members. If any, they any fucking body, I don't care. Who right, but it, I mean, just the word "protect" can cover everything that a husband's supposed to do. You're supposed to protect me emotionally, mentally, financially, uh, sexually, physically. Like you're supposed to protect me in every aspect of the work. I don't know if this is me being selfish, but I fully believe that once you're married, your wife comes first, not your mom, not, That's not your being grandma, selfish. not your dog, Mm-mm. not uh, your boss, your wife. Right. Your, your wife, wife and your kids. Yeah. Your wife and your kids and your wife. I don't know. That's a touchy subject. If your wife comes before your kids. <clears throat> that but is with, a subject. Yeah, but without you. I actually was thinking about that the other day because I have like deep thoughts in the shower and I'm like, that's, it's hard. It's, I guess it, I don't know. Well, I'm going to, listen, I'm going to pick my kids before I pick my husband every time. Every time, if it come down to it, I've got to pick my kids. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. But a lot of people believe that 
the man yeah. comes first, you know? Well, not this one. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it, <laughs> as far as our household, like, you'll never find me, like, in front of people. That's another thing that I have a huge problem with. If me and Michael are having problems, we're going to have them in private. Do oh not God. let anybody know that we're having problems because united me united we stand divided we fall i want everybody to think we are united on everything 100 percent of the time i don't want nobody to know when we're having problems except for i'm going to broadcast it on this podcast right now well sometimes i will admit that sometimes i have gotten other people involved like one time me and alex got into it and i called his mom and i was like you need to deal with him because i'm about to beat his ass i will beat his ass you need to call him you need to have a talk with him because I'm about, I'm about to lose my shit. Do you, what was it about? If you want to talk about I it. I don't even damn remember. What is it ever about? I don't know. Right. Him being an asshole, probably. <clears throat> probably. Now, I remember when I was uh, in a relationship with Callie's DNA donor. Um, I called his mom at one point and I was like, listen, the cops are on the way like this is getting crazy he is out of his mind like no the cops weren't on the way yet I was like you need to come get him like he's not calming down you told me that if he ever got irate and to call you you would come help me she was like it's four o'clock in the morning call the police bet bitch all right I will I will when the police got there he um I think he got picked up and then she wanted to call me why did you call the police on my son? Uh, I tried to call you. Right? I guess you should have got your lazy ass up out of bed and took care of your children. Anyone? Whole nother topic, whole nother day. <laughs> but yeah, so um, communication is a huge problem in our relationship, but I think that in, in some type of way, respect is too. But I think communication and respect go hand in hand. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's just... I I totally agree. Okay. I was about to say, that's just my opinion, though. Because if you don't communicate with me, you don't respect me. It's just how I feel about it. If you can't... If you don't trust me or respect me enough to let me know, hey, you know, I don't like that you're doing this. And instead of just sitting over there and sulking and having this problem to yourself. And then every time I do it, you want to get an attitude, but I don't know what in the hell I'm doing that you don't like. You know what I mean? Hey, like, you my, have to tell me. My whole point is I cannot change what I don't know I'm doing wrong. Me too. Same. And, so, should, and it's always, I don't want to hurt your feelings. I'd rather about my damn feelings. Myself. Well, why? Because I'm going to tell you. Right, because this is supposed to be a team effort. We're supposed to be working together. Well, I can't, like, I can't pinpoint one, like, I mean, if we're being honest, me and Michael have been arguing for a couple of days now, but it's because for two years now, and I know that, you know, that ain't shit to a lot of people as far as timelines goes, but that's, I mean, we're married. So for two years now, I've been preaching. You know, till I'm blue in the face. I've yelled, I've screamed, I've sat, I've turned, I've listened, I've anything that you can do, like just communicate with me. And a lot of the other problem is he is not emotional at all. Bitch, me either. I gave Alex this amazing gift for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm gonna record him. 
He's gonna cry. It's gonna be great. You know what he does? Eggs. Laughs. And says, Wow, this is awesome. Thank you. I'm like, oh well, see, like okay. Michael is more so not emotional than just that. It's like um monotone. Like there's no emotion in his voice when he says anything. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So that's a problem. And you know, I've I've for a long time I've just been like, communicate with me, be emotional. That's probably not the best way to go about it. <laughs> but it's like I'm at my wits end. Like, what do you do? So we've um we've looked into counseling. But here's okay. and do you think that you'll go through with that? Oh, absolutely. Listen, I've been in counseling. I was forced to be in counseling for a very long time, for a very big part of my life. I'm a huge believer that a marriage counselor will help you even when you don't need help. I 100% believe that there should be a counselor involved in, in your marriage. And that's just, that's just how I feel because if you talk to somebody and they already know like the building blocks of your relationship when they're, if they're, if, if a problem arises, then that person already has the background on it. Right. You know, and they know how you communicate and they know how you like to fix things or how you could fix things the best way possible, you know, and things like that. So I also am just a very big believer and you need somebody to talk to an outsider point of view. Like I love talking to you about all my problems, but you're going to be on my side every time. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I just, it, it's like an outsider point of view that's like non-biased and will actually be like, nah, bitch, you wrong. You wrong for that one. And Alex, I asked Alex, I was like, if we ever like got to the point where we were like, we should get a divorce, I would rather go to counseling first. And he was like, no, because if you need counseling, your marriage is already over. So I was like, well, ow. Okay. Yay. Well, see, and I don't, well, obviously I don't completely agree with based off what I just said, but I, I don't feel like here here's here's how i feel wedding vows are extremely important and they hold a lot of weight Mm -hmm. so i think like yeah we've been arguing for a couple of days and i i know i've told you i'm like i'll just leave i don't care i'll just leave but that's just me being pissed off I'm going to sit here and I'm going to try as much as I can try and try and try and try until I realize like, okay, this is getting mentally unhealthy for me. Right. You know, just because, yeah, just because those vows hold so much weight to me, I'm going to try and make it, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to try and work it out and fix it whatever way I need to so that, you know, I can carry those vows. I'm a big believer in say what you mean and mean what you say. Why did I literally look Michael in his face the other day and I was like, say what you mean, mean what you say. (laughs) Your word is your bond. Say it with your chest. (laughs) Tell me what in the hell you need to tell me. Because he looked at me, he was like, I got something to say. I'm not going to say it. Um, Okay, then why'd you fucking (laughs) say that? Right. I just don't want to start no more shit or something like that. I was like, start it. Hell, that drives me crazy. That reminds me of like those girls in high school. They're like, I heard something about you. Okay, what'd you hear? I can't tell you. Okay, then. 
Well, who said it? I can't tell you. Okay, then why'd you <laughs> fucking tell me in the first place, bitch? Right. No, I think it's just I don't know what's going on, but we I mean we'll figure it out. It's not nothing that's like make you or break you. Right. Well, I mean kinda because it's communication. And I have to have somebody that can communicate with me. You know what I mean? Obviously I'm not gonna divorce, but I tell you what, it'll make this marriage one hell of a ride if he don't stop if he don't stop his shit. He got to communicate with me. <clears throat> I need to know what's going on. But see, the good thing is, though, he's very open. Very open to going to counseling. So. Well, that's good. Yeah. A lot of men feel like, I'm not going to talk to nobody about my feelings. Alex. <laughs> if you're listening. He don't. <clears throat> I said, yeah. you listen to our podcast? He said, no, why would I? Um, to support okay. your oh. wife. <laughs> okay. I guess there's no reason, actually. I guess there's no reason. So forget I asked. I think Michael press plays and then turns the volume all the way down. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't think he listens to it. Because if he if he did, he would be on my ass about a couple of things I've said on here. Maybe you should say a secret word and see if he texts it to you. Secret word. Michael, if you're listening, text me pineapples. <laughs> if you've made it this far t- text me bonkers <laughs> yeah but no I know he doesn't listen <clears throat> but we have reached a goal in our podcast and it's probably something I should probably text <laughs> anyway we've had over 500 over 500 plays on our wow, episodes yeah that's awesome yeah so we're reaching new corners of the world <clears throat> let me just hear right here let me see i know it's completely off topic completely <laughs> off topic but let's talk about it we've reached germany brazil canada netherlands india italy united kingdom denmark indonesia switzerland like we are worldwide at this Look at point. us <laughs> So anyway, I just wanted to, I guess, give a little shout out to you guys. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah. Um, now back to the topic at hand. Let's get serious. Do you think that a marriage license changes anything in a relationship? For us, it hasn't. Well, except for my last name, I guess. Um, right. I feel more secure for sure. Because now, you know, neither right. one of us can just leave. Right. Well, see, and that's what I felt the same thing. I felt safe. I was like, okay, you know, even if we do have problems, even if we do argue, even, you know, even on the worst days, anything that comes about, you know, worst case scenario, I still have him beside me to go through this. So I felt completely safe, whereas in my life, nine times out of 10, um even not just personal relationship wise but like any type of relationship nine times out of ten they walk out yeah actually it's more like ten ten out of ten every marriage i have ever known besides nana and poppies has ended in like divorce right absolutely that's why i keep trying to say i don't have any one example 
of what a marriage is supposed to be like. Other than that, we're winging it, buddy. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this supposed to work. So I call my Nana all the time. I'm like, Nana, <clears throat> how do I fix this? <laughs> what is going on here? Is this it's, something? You're lucky that you have that. That's actually really cool that you can just uh, use her pretty much as your mayor's counselor. Like, give yeah. me tips, please. But also, she is biased because she loves Michael. Oh, does she? That's good. Yes. <laughs> I know it is, but it's not when I call her. I'm angry. I mean, she was like, just calm down, collect your thoughts, and then calmly go talk to him because he's a great guy. Let's. He's a good guy. You need to fix this. I'm like, what does he need to do though? He needs to fix this. Don't you tell him? Yeah, text him. Because they have each other's phone numbers. They'd be texting and calling each other. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. <laughs> I'm glad she likes him though. <clears throat> and everybody likes him. My mom says all the time, she's like, he's he's different, but he's a good guy. <laughs> I don't think my family would tell me if they didn't like Alex. Oh, my family would definitely tell me. Like, oh, I don't like him. Don't bring him to Thanksgiving. I'd be like, why not? Everything else is dysfunctional. (laughs) (laughs) But um, Michael is different. Michael is the exact opposite of me. Like, literally the exact opposite. Because I am loud and proud and outgoing and very social huh he's the calm one oh yeah what traits do you think that alex brings out in you like the good traits he forces me to talk to people oh my god we went to a wedding one time and you know me i would be okay with never leaving my house again and never meeting new people i do not i hate i hate introducing myself i hate talking about myself i hate it just, I hate it. Thinking about walking down the aisle and everybody staring at me gives me anxiety, so I don't think about it. <laughs> and we went to a wedding together one time, and he was introducing me to everyone. He's like, this is my wife. This is my wife. Hey, have you met my wife? And I was, like, dying. I hated it. Why? Because you know. just don't like people. <laughs> is is it that I don't like people or I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I've always been like that. When my mom would take me places and introduce me to people, I would literally hide behind her when I was a kid. Yeah. I remember being like that too. Like you was always shy. Yeah. Like painfully shy. Yeah. I remember one time in high school, we had to do, um, it was in Spanish class. Uh huh. We had to um, do a fashion show and I literally cried in the bathroom because <laughs> I had to stand up in front of the class. It's not and... funny because it's like a legit thing, like social anxiety. You know? Yeah, I, I can't do it. I can't. I can't. This even this podcast is so far out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Well, when, when we talked about making the podcast and you're like, yeah, I'll do it with you. Absolutely. I'll do it with you. And like, I guess kind of a spoiler sneak peek like when we talked about writing the book and you were like yeah and I was like what the hell she's gonna do it I feel like I have to get out of my comfort zone now because I'm a mom I feel like I'm the best person to do that with (laughs) like how how is my how are my kids gonna like bring home their 
am I gonna be like, no, don't bring them here. I can't, I can't meet your significant other. No, no, please, please. I don't think it'll go that far, but I, I do I think you're. Not hell, I don't like people at my house. I know, I've never oh, even been to your right. house. You wanna come over? No, <laughs> Can I come over there? Uh-uh. We can FaceTime. Well, you do oh, come. Only in. for five minutes. Right. <laughs> and I'm done. <clears throat> Well, I get I get a little bit more privilege than that because you do come to my house and we'll FaceTime for like an hour. But oh yeah, we'll FaceTime a lot. But yeah, I've also known you for twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> Once we hit the twenty year mark, we can talk all the time. Until then, no. That's a little late for new people, then, huh? <sighs> maybe it's me then. Is it me? Maybe, Am maybe, I pajama? <laughs> maybe I'm the one that needs to communicate more with Alex. You might need to. Are we having a realization live? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, you might. I don't say, I know that I do not have a problem communicating though, because I say exactly what in the hell I feel. And I'm talking about like, even if I know it's going to hurt somebody's feelings, I'm like, look, this is how I feel. I'm sorry if it hurts your feelings. I'm sorry if it makes you feel some type of way, but this is how I feel. We need to either fix it or, or separate, like part our ways, not me and Michael, but like anybody else. Yeah. Like, that's like um, my mom's sister. Like, we had a falling out. But here's the thing. Like, I, this is how I feel. And if you don't want to talk to me no more over it, that, that's completely fine. And that I don't. completely fine. I don't do that. I'm so terrified of hurting people's feelings that sometimes I'll make, like, passive-aggressive posts on Facebook. Yeah. Just so they can read it and be like, oh, so that's how she feels. Okay, so I won't do that. But I will never say it to people's face. It does not matter because they still do what they want to. You're you're right. You're absolutely right. Because if you if you just go into something, you're like, I don't care. I think it it really it took me a long time because I've not always been like that. Like I've always been blunt and honest, but I've not always been like my feelings matter first type of blunt and honest. Like I would be honest if I needed to, but nine times out of ten, I was just going with a flow type person i cannot be i can't i can't do it destiny right <laughs> well some people just can't it just it took me a long time to get to the point where i i realized you know what like my mental health is important i think this last like with my ex being as as mentally and emotionally as abuse, abusive as he was like it finally opened up my eyes and was like, golly, if I just let everybody treat me like that, where am I going to end up in my life? You know, yeah. I've got to be stronger, um, like mentally. I've got to take care of my mentality. I've got to take care of my emotions so that I can take care of my kids' emotions, you know? So yeah. I, I think when I had Callie is when I finally opened my eyes and I was like, you know what? If it hurts your feelings, it hurts your feelings. But I've got to get this off my chest. I can't keep holding all this shit in. So, and then I just, you know, that's like my mom was over here the other day and I was like, hey, mom, can you braid my hair before I go to work? Nine times out of 10. Okay. If somebody braids your hair and there's like a little lump in it or something like that, they're like, do you like it or is it okay? What are you going to say? I will always say yes. I know you. (laughs) I will. If I've gotten my hair fucked up so many times at a, uh, at a salon and I'll walk out and be like, oh yeah, looks good. And then I'll cry in my car. Well, mom braided my hair and she was like, there's just this one little lump. It's fine though. I was like, no, I don't like it. Take it down. <laughs> Actually, never mind. She was like, you bitch. <laughs> Are you kidding me mad at me because I didn't like it? 
<laughs> it was all fun and games, though. She wasn't like really pissed off, you know. One thing I have trouble with is okay, people love to buy baby clothes, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Everything, I won't say everything. Most of the stuff we get, ugly. I can't I stand like big it. ass characters on the front. I hate shoot. the characters, the stupid cartoony animals. I'm so over the animals, Destiny. Yes. Yeah. We do love animals. That doesn't mean we want them all over our kids' clothes. Right. What makes me mad is Alex is like, oh, he doesn't need clothes, but all his clothes are stuff that people has bought him that are ugly. That you won't put him in. That I will not put him in. So, yes, he does need clothes. So, I tell people, don't buy him clothes. He doesn't need any. Right. And they do anyways. And it's always stuff I don't like. And it drives me crazy because I can't tell them I don't like this. Right. That's that social anxiety. (laughs) Yeah. Is that people please? So I tried, you know, I made like a birthday wish list for Link. Mm-hmm. So I put clothes on there that we like, styles that we like. Yeah. How did that turn out? Ain't nobody buy shit. Off the wish list or just in general? In general, they just buy whatever they like. And it's, it's usually like, you know, whatever Walmart has is that right. the, the dinosaur eating a pizza surfing on a whale you know what I mean (laughs) I hate stuff like that and Alex thinks it's so funny he's like that is such a funny shirt we're gonna buy that and I say absolutely not we're not we're not buying that that is so ugly I don't want this is completely off topic sorry I don't want Link to be dressed like a baby his entire life I don't want my kids dressed like babies period at all like, I really like solid colors, muted colors. Even sh- some stripes are okay. I like stripes. See, I like plaid. Yeah, plaid is fine, but oh my God, I feel like that's all people <clears throat> like. Plaid, 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 plaid. I like to put it's okay. Mason. Plaid is fine. But oh my God, it gets overwhelming when that's all he has is plaid, you know? Right. So, yeah, I like to put Mason in. Um, like um Fenders. the khaki jeans you know what i'm yeah. talking about like carhartt mm-hmm. jeans mm-hmm. and button-up plaid shirts it's so cute to me he has like umpteen button-ups and he's God, a year just, old Luke has so much i'm when i tell people this i feel like they think i'm lying so they won't buy his clothes but his drawers literally will not shut he has so many clothes we don't have dressers we just have closets so i'm we have dressers and closets which uh, are both could never i'm constantly going through i listen i have decided and i've done a lot of it like we rearranged my bedroom our bedroom like three days ago i think it was two days ago something like that i'm all about rearranging shit all the time oh yeah me too we live in the same house for so many years i at least need to change the scenery so but i've, I've rearranged our bedroom and now I'm going through, and I think I do it probably about the beginning of every year. And I'm just like, let's throw it all out. Throw everything out. We'll just get new. <laughs> That's my toxic trait. <laughs> let's just throw it all out. We'll get new ones. But I have to go through all the kids' clothes at this point. I'm like, okay, we need winter clothes. Let's throw out all the summer clothes because next, you know, this coming summer, they're not going to fit because they're at a point in their lives right now where last summer's clothes will not fit in next summer. Oh, yeah, and uh, I have to get rid of all of Link's 12 to 18 months because now he's in 18 to 24 month clothes. He's a chunker. 
All he does is damn eat. Mason He's still down on this burger, dude. Well, dude. Mason eats a lot, but he's still in 18 months clothes. So, but that's another thing that me and Michael like disagree on because Michael is a minimalist. A minimalist. When I walked into his apartment for the first time, I can literally name off everything he had in there. In the living room, he had an entertainment center, the TV, and a love seat. That was it. There was nothing hanging on the walls. There was no kind of decorations. There was no like throw blankets, nothing. And I know that that's a woman thing, but there was not oh, like. Did he rent? Yeah, he rented, but when I, I moved like in. A lot of places don't allow you to hang stuff on walls. No. Well, or maybe that's not. I've never rented, so I don't know. But I, know, well, I heard that's a thing. It is a thing. But when I moved in, I asked him, I was like, well, can I hang stuff on the wall? Yeah, no problem. And you can use like the command hooks that don't leave holes or, or spots on the wall. Yeah, that's or right, that's right. That. So it's just like, okay. But it, I mean, he literally had nothing. His bed was on the floor. And I know that's like trashy, I think. Like a lot of people can see so. that. I, well, I'm ready to have Link on the floor. I feel like it will give him a lot of independence. Yeah, but I'm talking about like a grown adult with their beds on the shit. floor. I don't. But, like, growing up, I was always, like, you don't sit your bed on the floor. I don't know what it was. It was just something that I was taught. You don't sit your bed. My bed's sitting on the floor right now. It's driving me insane. I like to have my bed on a frame on stilts. <laughs> yeah, I like bed frames, too. I like um, headboards. Yes. So, anyway, um, but he didn't have anything. He's a minimalist, like, 100% every aspect of the word. And I am a maximalist. I can't. Yeah, you, you like stuff. I love stuff. I love it. And I collect all of it. Like, I, I love stuff. But here's my thought process. What if I throw it away and I need it? <laughs> That's me. What if I need that shirt from high school Alex that I've not worn four years? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Alex is like, uh, <laughs> so I, we used to really be into Pokemon. And I have this Pokemon uh, bathing suit. And Alex is like, your titties are never going to be able to fit in this again. You should get rid of it. And I'm like, right. no, it's so cute. What if I want it one day? He's like, your <laughs> titties will never fit in this again. Get rid of it. Right. <laughs> Listen, I have, and this is, I mean, but this is what we're here for. I don't wear underwear a lot, like at all. I wear underwear when I'm on my period or I'm going to the doctor. Absolutely. But nine times out of ten, I'm not wearing them. Yeah, I hate underwear. And I'll, t I'll tell anybody, I don't care. Okay, but here's the thing. Every time Victoria's well, Secret has a sale, <laughs> I'm buying 20 bed. <laughs> Why? I don't wear them. I have a whole fucking dress in here. Alex is always like, can you put on some hot underwear? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I hate them. I hate underwear. You know this. My favorite part of my life is when I was pregnant and I didn't have to wear underwear for like nine months. <laughs> right. Listen, I have people ask me how to say, like, how do you wear jeans with no underwear? <laughs> I just do. You, you just wear them. It doesn't bother me. They're like, does it not hurt? No. no. They're like, well, that big ass seam is right in the crotch of your, of your pants. I'm all I thought the same thing until I just put them on one day and I was like, oh, this is, I mean, it's not as comfortable as pajama pants or leggings right but, but it, it doesn't make a difference it doesn't make a difference to me 
Yeah, it's whatever. Whatever, it's just how I grew it up. would be more uncomfortable to wear underwear. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> I hate them so much. I do too. But I thought I was like, just, just me and a couple of other females that I knew. Like, <laughs> I thought that was it. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know either. I wonder how many <laughs> we're gonna make a post on our Facebook group. <laughs> <We're underway. laughs> how many of us don't, you know? And nine times if I'm not leaving the house, I don't have a ball. I don't oh, care yeah. if people are coming over. Absolutely not. I'm not wearing a bra in my house. Why would I have why would I create extra laundry for myself? Because right. I, my boobs are constantly leaking milk. Why would I want to have to leak milk into a bra when I can just leak milk onto my shirt? <laughs> have to wash a shirt anyway. Exactly. I'm not going to wash a bra with it. But that's another thing, like minimalist versus maximalist. And our relationship is like, Michael has a total of four pairs of pants and no receipt shirts. <laughs> How do you live like that? <laughs> I, I, I will admit, I do need to get rid of a lot of clothes. Oh, me too. Do you know who needs to get rid of a lot of clothes? My sister. <laughs> oh, she has a lot. Oh, she finally went through her stuff. I think it was two days ago. I was on FaceTime with her and she was just like loading it all in the bags. She threw away, finally, I think this is the first time I've ever seen her throw away clothes, six garbage bags full of clothes. Oh my gosh. See, I take really good care of my clothes. And but I'm, still after, the, I'm still around the same size as um I was high school. high school. Yes. So I still have a lot of clothes from high school. Like I still have jeans from high school that are in really good shape. I still have shoes from middle school that are in really good shape. Why would I throw them away? Right. Even though I haven't worn my lime green Converse in 10 years, I might <laughs> want to one day. Right. They might go with an outfit that I put out. Yeah. I'm the same way because I've got like two pairs of jeans from high school and I'm only like five or 10 pounds heavier than I was in high school. So it's not like a huge difference and it's not like completely unrealistic that I'll fit back into them anytime soon. Um, so, but I still have all my t-shirts, not all of them, but a lot of t-shirts from high school. I am oh, yeah. obsessed with t-shirts. Obsessed. Oh yeah, I love t-shirts. I, I would wear t-shirts and jeans or t-shirts and leggings to every occasion if I could. Absolutely. And do. I do. I don't care. I do. <laughs> so, but I think um, let's, let's, let's move back to the original topic. So marriage license has this stigma around it. And even at my job, when I would tell people, you know, my regulars, I'm, like, I'm not going to be here for two weeks, you know, next week, start next week, I won't be here for two weeks, I'm getting married, and I'm going on our honeymoon and whatnot, and they would always say, you know, don't let it change you, don't let that marriage license yeah. change you, and, and then, and then people will be like, it's just a piece of paper, yeah, well, that's, that was what mine and Michael's mentality was, it's just a piece of paper, the only reason, not the only reason, well, the main reason that we got married is so that Michael can adopt Callie um, so that she can have our last name because the rest of us have all the same last name. And I remember growing up, my mom had a different last name than me and it bothered me. Yeah. I so, get that. Um, that was the main reason because other than that, our view on it was, it's just a piece of paper. 
Like it's not going to change anything, but it does because like we were talking, even if it's not changing for the negative, like we were talking about, it made us feel safer. It made us feel like more secure in our relationship. It, it gave us that added layer of protection, you know? Right. Yeah. But a lot of people, um, I mean, just collecting input from just my regulars at the store, you know, a lot of the time it changes the whole aspect of a relationship. So do you, I mean, I, I think I asked you earlier and you said no, but like other than feeling protection, do could you find any negative in, in, in just having a marriage license just between not having one and having one? Probably the same as the positive. You can't just leave. Right. Yeah, I could see how that would be a negative too. But I think it also gives you a little bit more, you know, a little bit more motivation to actually work out your problems instead yeah, of just being sure. like, you know what, never mind. I don't want this. Yeah. Alex and I have been together for eight years. Right. And I, we, we're going to work it out. Right. Trust me. Eight years. God. I think the only thing that I would not be able to work out, and I might be able to if it was to ever arise, but probably not, would be infidelity. Oh, yeah, for sure. Or, like, you hurt one of, the, like, our kid, you know? Yeah. I don't know. If you just completely blatantly do something that you know is absolutely going to ruin me and you just did not care. Yeah. I think would be something. But, I mean, we've talked about, what was it? episode before last we're open open-minded so as far as yeah, the relationship you gotta goes, be honest about it right right yeah absolutely so I was just about to say that doesn't mean that you do can, it yeah that doesn't mean that you can just go and sleep with somebody or be having secret conversations with somebody yeah. or anything like that there's um a lot of trust a lot of I don't want to say rules, but like guidelines yeah, for that it. type of relationship. So it's still, there's still a possibility of cheating and even in that mindset. So I can't, what do you think, what would be the one thing that would end, end your marriage? The end all be all. Probably cheating or hurting Link. Like yeah. beating him or whatever. Right. See, and I've never, I'm not saying that you have, but I've never even thought about that. Like, I never even thought, oh, okay, well, he might hurt my kid one day. <laughs> yeah. If if he were to ever do something like that, that would probably. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. I couldn't. I could not. I don't know. I just feel like what. I feel like everything can be fixed in a marriage. Not everything. Here's Most things here. can be fixed. Right. But here's the thing. There's a fine line between wanting, you know, putting your all into fixing your relationship and allowing somebody to emotionally and mentally manipulate you. So if you're, if you're putting your all and your everything into, into fixing a problem that you see in your marriage and they are just ignoring the problem completely, it's time to go. Yeah, I agree. It's time to go there's um it's i don't know it's a fun balance and if he ever like beat the shit out of me i'd probably leave i'd probably i I didn't even think about that 
I'm ready to square up. <laughs> we go. I am. I'm just not. I don't know. I'm very passive. You know me. I'm very forgiving, mm. passive. You know. Yeah, you're like the opposite of me. Like what I remember when I was a kid, um, I would like have like beef with somebody, and then they would like one day be like oh your shoes are cute and I'm like you know what maybe they're not so bad <laughs> maybe they're not such a bad person and they literally like broke my arm or something <laughs> I got people that come into the store and like they're, they're rude to me one day like in, and everybody has bad days like they'll come in there and be like give me the kind of cigarettes and I'm like okay bitch I'm gonna be rude to you for the rest of your life <laughs> yeah <laughs> And I don't care. They'll come in the next day and be like, I had a bad day yesterday. I'm sorry. I talked to you like that. I don't give a fuck you did. <laughs> Being a cashier, I feel like it's one of the hardest jobs in the world. People are so rude. Listen, and a lot of people's views on it is like, well, you just stand there and hand them stuff and take money. Like your job. Yeah, but I'm still hard. a person. Here's my thing. Like, I got cussed out for four dollars and nine cents of food stamps. <laughs> yeah, and you get cussed out for shit that's not your fault. Like when I went to Dollar General, this lady cussed me out because the price of her cigarettes went up. <laughs> I'm like, ma'am, just call Corporate Marlboro. I ain't got shit to do with this. I got cussed out because this woman walked in and she was like, bought all her stuff, which was like four cans of Coke or something like that. Literally totaled up to $4.09. And she was I'm going to use food stamps. I said, well, my machine's down. I had already been at work for like two and a half hours. She was like, no, it's not. I was just in here an hour ago and that machine was working. I said, no, you weren't because I've been here two and a half hours. Your total is $4 and nine cents. She was like, I shouldn't have to be spending my own money. I said, go to Ingalls. I'm yeah. sure, sure that this stamp machine's working if you don't want to spend your $4. Like, okay. So many crazy <laughs> stories. And then they get mad as hell when you can't break a hundred for a dollar piece of gum. Oh my God. Do you know how many times a day people walk in? I had a man walk in yesterday. He was like, before I even pull out my lottery ticket, can you cash it? I said, well, before you pull it out, I don't know how much it's worth. He was like, $500. I was like, well, you looked up. Yeah, I can. He was like, see, that's what I don't understand. Why I can spend $500 in the store, but they can't give me $500. I said, well, there is a lot that goes into that, sir. Nine times out of 10, we're doing safe drops. We have to do safe drops. You can't just leave $3,000 in this register. What if we were to get robbed? We don't want all the money gone. Not only that, but I just, I've only been here five, uh, 30 minutes. And if this lady hadn't come in here and ordered a money order for $600, I wouldn't have your $500 either because they leave me with $200 in the register and I got it and ain't none of the 20s. <laughs> what do you yeah, mean? They do? just, they act like they've never, they've never worked. They probably had. <laughs> they probably had. You know, like, look, I'm just job. here. I mean, you ain't even got to finish that sentence. They probably just ain't had a, 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 had a job coming in here complaining about stupid stuff like that. When I worked at Dollar General, this lady came in bitching. I was like, ma'am, I make $10 an hour. I, I, don't, I can't help you. I don't know what you want from me. You know what my go-to line is? What? You know how the manager's phone number. <laughs> Bro, you would, be surprised, you would be so surprised at how many people ask me for the manager's number because I wouldn't do something for them. And you know how many times I give it to them? 
I'm not going to give out somebody's personal. I do not care. Are you psycho? Do not care. Do not care. His phone number's on the front door because he's looking for people to hire. (laughs) I used to love when they'd be like, where's the manager? And I would look around and be like, oh yeah, me. (laughs) You know what I tell him? I said, is your manager here? No. Well, where is he? Probably at home. I'm a bitch. When they're a bitch to me, I'm a bitch to them. Oh, absolutely. I do not care. We're going to match energies around here. <laughs> I would stand there with my hand open while, before they, uh, and they would put like their money on the counter. I'd stand there with my hand open. Insane. I'm not moving. We can stand here all day, baby. I'm getting paid. I don't care. <laughs> I had people come in the other day. I was literally on the phone with my friends. They come in the door like screaming. They're like, oh my God, you have it. You have it. And I was like, what the hell? Like, this is a gas station, not Walmart on Black Friday. (laughs) What do we have that you're so excited about? Fucking Red Dawns. Little energy things, like five-hour energy. Yeah. And she was like, well, can I get a discount if I buy the whole case? No, I can ring up 12 of them. Where's your manager? Probably at home. Can you call me when you get a whole case? No. no. <laughs> Your total's 9283. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. But I think a lot of um a lot of personality traits obviously come into fixing your relationship problems. Yes, I agree. Because I'm strong headed. Very strong hidden if i know i'm right we're gonna fight but so is michael if he knows he's right about something and he knows i'm wrong it then becomes a battle of let me show you bitch (laughs) yeah but we our relationship is very different like i've sent you screenshots of the text messages we send to each other and it's like some of those like most women would be like oh no he did not just talk to me like that and i laugh it off and be like all right asshole we have a very different relationship. Like his mom will be over here and she'll be like, I can't believe y'all talk to each other like that. Oh yeah, Alex's mom has said the same thing. It's just Alex fun. will literally slap me on the ass so hard that his mom will yell at him. <laughs> and Michael in front won't of even... his mom, by the way. <laughs> Michael won't even call me baby in front of his mom. Really? <laughs> He's like, Destiny. I'm like, that's not my name. You do not call me by my government name. Absolutely not, but I'll call you by yours. <laughs> <laughs> you damn right. I'm going to throw the middle name in there too. I call Alex Alex all the time. and But if he calls me Shay, game over. Mm-mm. Game over. We now, are not talking are you, to the rest of the Are breaking up with me? Are you trying to get a divorce? What did I do to you? Why are you so mad at me? I tell Michael all the time, he was like, hey, Destiny, who? Where yeah. is she? Who is Shay? I've never, what? Who what is, is Destiny? Because I know you ain't talking to me. This is not my name. I sent you the message the other day. He texted me and he was like, you, you want to go to Mexican? And we met at a Mexican restaurant. Like, that's where we physically met each other. For those of you that don't know, I met Michael off Tinder and yes, I'm now married to <laughs> Tinder makes love connections. It's okay. I emailed Tinder and invited him to our wedding. <laughs> they did not respond. 
I was really hoping I would let, I would have a tender representative at my wedding. Alex and I talked about that. We were like, should we invite our exes to our wedding? And he was like, uh, no, I don't think so. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was a good idea. I was kidding. Joke. No, I thought it was a good idea. Um, but we met off Tinder. We met at a Mexican restaurant, like physically for the first time. We had talked, you know, for a couple of weeks or whatever. And our first date where we actually physically met each other for the first time was at a Mexican restaurant. It's my favorite Mexican restaurant. It I think was that my was Alex's favorite. Uh, our first date too it was Mexican restaurant. Mm-hmm. And he ordered a burger. Well, it... <laughs> yep. I was like, oh my god, what am I getting myself into? <laughs> anyway, Michael sent me a text message with a screenshot of a Mexican restaurant's phone number, and he has it saved in his phone as. That Mexican, the Mexican place the bitch likes. <laughs> oh my God, that's so, that was so funny. I died. I did not know. Because <laughs> Michael, like, if you talk to him on a daily basis, he does not seem like he has a sense of humor. Like, a pigeon has more jokes than he does. <laughs> but when he sent me that, I was like, <laughs> that's some funny shit. I'm so sorry if you didn't hear my dogs in the background. I don't know what's going on, but they're all howling outside. Oh, now I'm listening for them and hear them, but before you said that, I couldn't hear them. Anyway. But yeah, I think, okay, real quick, then, let's talk about, we've talked about what we think damn relationship problems are. How do you think you can fix them? What, what is your idea of, like, how do you fix any problem that you come across? I just try to talk about it and like ask what can I do what do you think you can do what do you want me to do you know stuff like that oh so communication yeah (laughs) (laughs) so communicate about our communication problems (laughs) you know know what I do I get dramatic (laughs) what do you I've been saying it forever when you come in the door from work the other day I had my suitcase patched (laughs) I was like, we're leaving. And we're never coming back. If you don't fix your shit. <laughs> and you know what? Because he's so used to my shit. He was like, all right. All right. <laughs> well, need help. We'll see you in a couple weeks. <laughs> we'll see you in a couple days. <laughs> he knows I'm coming back. He knows. <laughs> but I ain't never left, like really left. I mean... When I found out I was pregnant, I went into defense mode because my only other pregnancy was a shit show, and that's the only time, that's the only thing that I had to compare it to. So I was like, well, I better leave him before he leaves me. <laughs> when Alex um, took a out of state job, I was really upset. Mm-hmm. Like that was like one of the hardest times in my life. I'm not gonna lie. And I threatened to leave him, and then I came back like an hour later. <laughs> I think um, in my situation, like every every relationship's different, every situation is different, everything has different moving parts. But I think that my best advice is take some time for yourself and figure it mm-hmm. out. You know, figure out exactly how you feel about it yourself. Yep. Calm down and then come back and talk to them. You know, after you've got your head on straight, because I don't know about anybody else, but my initial reaction is anger. Like I'm always angry. I just get angry because I don't know how to process feelings any other way. I just get angry. I cry. Mm-mm. I, ain't I cry a lot. 
I'm too stubborn, man. I'm not going to let you know you hurt my feelings. <laughs> not in, in the crying aspect. I'll be like, you hurt my feelings. <laughs> but I'm not going to cry. Or I just get really quiet. Like, I don't know why it bothered me so much, but the time that um, we told Alex's grandma that we were pregnant, she's like, oh, yeah, I noticed you looked a little puffy. Oh. And I was like, Alex, that actually, like, really hurt my feelings and he's like well you're lucky that she even noticed because you're so skinny that she noticed um, I was like oh yeah that's one way to look at it thanks yeah thanks sure. Alex thanks for that positivity sir that drives me insane when I'm like Michael what they said just hurt my feelings he was like oh well <laughs> say something to him that's what your job is that's what you're here for in my opinion now, if it's like my mom or my sister, I'm going to say something to her. Well, I'll uh, never say anything. Even to your family? Probably not. Really? Yeah, probably not. I know. Like every, that... every time I saw people when I was pregnant on my side of the family, they'd be like, wow, you look so fat. What? Yeah. When I was like hugely pregnant, you know. They said fat. Mm-hmm. And you didn't say nothing to them? Mm-mm. I'm just going to have to walk around with you 24-7 for about a week. <laughs> Maybe we should move in together. Right. Just get one of them polygamous house where you can have your side. We can have our side. Well, maybe uh, maybe it's still on the market. The one in Lehigh. <laughs> Might be. We are still currently obsessed with sister wives, guys. Nope. <laughs> We're going to finish recording this podcast and go watch 17 episodes. Yep. I did the math the other day. We were talking about it, and it's like, if, if somebody wants to sit down and be like, hey, you want to watch six hours, a six-hour-long movie? No, it wasn't. Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. But if you break it down into episodes and let me binge watch it, I'll spend 100 hours of my life watching Exactly. Because the, uh, the little three-second break from the end of this episode and the next episode is, you know, Mm-mm, I fast forward through it. <laughs> I fast forward through all that shit. The comings up, the commercial breaks. I fast forward through all that shit. I have saved like ten minutes on each episode just fast forwarding through that stuff. Well, I skip all the uh, the tell alls. I don't care about that. Yeah, I, I've, I, I started skipping the them. I just watched the season. I don't need y'all to recap. Right. Uh, so, if you want to talk about relationship problems for real, for real. <laughs> oh boy. Let's get into that one because. Um, they got some shit shit going going on on. they need to figure it out Mm -hmm. so but anyway guys that's our take on everything under the sun again yep (laughs) we had the intentions of coming on here and talking about just relationship problems we're gonna talk about relationship problems but you can't expect us to stay on topic y'all should know that by now yep so anyway guys that's it for today we're gonna wrap it up that's our take on it so as usual we didn't stay on topic but we hope you enjoyed this episode just like we hope you enjoy the rest of them as always make sure you're following us on all our social medias where you can get more up to date and in time um, updates for anything that's going on and we'll see you guys next week Bye. Bye.